0: Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on MyTalk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at MyTalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from Claire Step Financial, Carla and Cassandra.
1: With host, Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the Financial Health and Wealth Show. So happy to be sharing summer with you and looking incredibly summerific. I know, we both have bright colors We are, we are, but I am so enjoying the style you have on right now. (laughs) That is like just summer, like
0: you're giving me like... Watermelon sugar vibes, like I'm
1: digging it, Cassandra. I'm My super aunt,
0: deep. I I came downstairs. I came downstairs before I left. She said, "Well, you woke me up with that."
1: Oh. <laughs> okay, aunt, that yeah. is very clever. Thank to you. I'm say Glad that. you're awake now. Yes, I love it. But you know, I like I like the style. I like that. So we do hope Thank that you. everybody else out there is enjoying as we are in the midst of summer. Mm-hmm. Um, get some, you know, get that uh, organic vitamin D while we have the opportunity. Get fix while you can. Yes, because who knows? It could be. Fall tomorrow. Well, last we night felt know. like it. It, it was, was a little, cold. yeah, it was a little chilly. Mm-hmm. You know, I refuse to call it cold just because it's like I'm manifesting that. <laughs> so I'm not going to say it. Uh, but I texted you earlier last week. I was very proud because we've been talking about a variety of things as we normally do here on In the, the mm-hmm. financial health and wealth show. But I did my, I thought that this was adulting level. I'll say 3000, not 5000, <laughs> but adulting level 3000 because you and I and and uh, Carla have been talking about how certificate of deposit CD rates had been like different than they had mm-hmm. been in the past. And when I went into my local bank and was talking to my uh, my representative over something completely different, when she brought up, hey, have you like hurt looked at our CD rates right now, which is a thing that the answer would normally be no. But we had planted that seed, so when she started talking about it, I'm like, I actually am familiar with the fact that they are. <laughs> so I went home, and it's so easy now. I, like, bought myself a CD for go. six months. And it's interesting, now I get to kind of, like, watch, the, watch it as a little, like, incubator and yeah. just see what it's doing. But it is fascinating when so many of the foundational things that you say when you're first meeting with people, when you're saying, where can you find more income? Can you free up money? What can you do? And then it's not everything is okay. I can do this today, Mm -hmm. but just knowing the background of it. So you can go, okay, well I'm when this is an opportunity, I know what it is and whether it's an
0: option. Right. And I love that. I mean, it's fun to hear some of the things you're doing. Like I know over the years, you've you've done all these different investing things and yes. you've worked in stuff and dabbled in this and right. tried this out. And I think that's wonderful. And I know some people are great and they'll they'll try things and they'll, you know, they'll have fun I just want to see. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes people come to us and say, I don't, I don't, I'm scared to do anything on my own. <laughs> Please help me, right? So right. sometimes people will come to it. Like I was doing uh, one of the engaged talks yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, for all these couples getting ready for marriage, right? And then some people came to me afterwards and were asking mm-hmm. about short-term money and what should I do? And we kind of talked about, well, possibly a money market right now mm-hmm. because because they were going to be buying a house when once they got married. And they said, so in the next year or so. And, and that's, you know, if you have some short-term money a money market or CDs or something like that, it's hard to recommend something to people when you don't know their whole picture, right? Right. But money markets can be a very, you know, advantageous place right now just because the rates are so good. They'll fluctuate, right? Yes. So the pros and cons of CD, you could lock in for a period of time. Right. You also have to take more, it has to be more hands-on, right? Because then... If you don't do something with it, once it comes due, it'll just sit and do nothing for a while, right? Exactly. Or if you need it sooner than that, then you have to maybe jump through some hoops and you won't get all that interest. So it's, Right. And sometimes there's penalties. So there's just pros and cons to both, but it's kind of And so it neat. really
1: was like I picked an amount that I'm like, I can set it and forget it and yeah. see. And so it's nice to be able to get to, like we've talked about this before, and I'm not completely... Always in this, but it's nice to be able to get to a point where I call it my experimental money because that was what I put mm-hmm. in my little crypto account that you yeah. know, like that wasn't you know the things that are in my primary investments, right? It was that was a I want to see how this works, right? You know, I can put it in this stash account and see how this stock thing works. Right. I can see I can put it in LVEST and tweak it because the foundational things that I was already doing was like here's how right. much I'm putting in the short term account, here's this, here's yeah. that.
0: You had your serious retirement money, correct, and other places and you were kind of having fun with some things here and there listen
1: everybody out there on my my talkers i'm gonna tell you this because i had somebody call me the voice of reason last night so what i'm saying is (laughs) i didn't take it out of anything that was this was a instead of spending an extra hundred dollars on my wine subscription i'm like i'm gonna put it over in the market and see what happens that's literally what it was this is the money that i would have put it on something disposable and bought something yes just to play with like okay i'm gonna go you know I use that money instead to, air quotes, play in these financial, because I do, one, I like being able to chop it up with you and talk about these things. But two, it is interesting to me to see how they work and Mm -hmm. understanding the mechanisms. Mm -hmm. So am I super like, you know, crypto girl, all this stuff? No, (laughs) but I do like listening to people get excited and talk about it and I want to know what all that stuff is so mm-hmm. I'm like I put enough money over there to play with it and see what they're doing you know and see what yeah. you know how does this, how really does this work? work right exactly <laughs> why are you so you know interested in correct and I think that it's good sometimes if you're one of those naturally curious people yep. that you can also use it on your financial education yep. and go how do I think this works I've heard these words before how does it Work into my system, you mm-hmm. know, and it was me going. Well, if I get this CD, and I keep, I keep saying certificate of deposit because you and I are both of a certain age of people might think we mean music, and we don't. <laughs> um, so, but True. yeah, but having you know, when you know, I'm at the bank, and I was just went in there to deposit a check in the the ATM was down and I couldn't do it through the app either. So I'm like, well, I'm here, I'll just walk in. So, and I love, happened to be Deborah at the, like, she's one of my favorite oh, representatives, exactly. So we had a lovely chat anyway. <laughs> so when Deborah brought it up, it wasn't like, okay, it's just my job to upsell people. She was also like, oh, by the way, here's these things. And I'm yep. like, you know actually i will look at it so i appreciated her mentioning it mm-hmm. at the time you know so yeah. it's just really just a lot of what we do on the show when we want to remind everybody as we do get into the concept of what we're going to discuss today is it's hopefully planting financial knowledge seeds with you that when it's appropriate you can go oh that does make sense within my mix and mm-hmm. if you're not always comfortable with that that's why we encourage you to find a financial advisor that you do trust that can help you go, oh, yeah, I'm gonna demystify this whole thing for you. So when mm-hmm. somebody brings it up, because I know at times in my past where people have handed me one of those rate sheets and I'm like, I don't know how this is. I don't know where I'm gonna go with this. Right. Why do I need this? All right, mm-hmm. you know, and so going now, oh, this is why those rates make a difference and why they track and she was like well you know it's going to update tonight and i'm like okay i understand that that's when you update it there'll be another one tomorrow we'll see what's up it could be up it could be down yeah you know and so it is in you know i i I know i sound weird that i'm so excited about this (laughs) but it really was kind of like i got my nice little dopamine rush you know i got that nice hit from it of like look what i did you know kind of thing
0: well that's funny Mm -hmm. you say that because i think when and this is one of the things that we talk about we talked about it on the show obviously. Right. I talked about it yesterday with the couples is the whole thing about a budget, right? Right. And how freeing that can be. But mm-hmm. then also talking about you have that spending money that you build in your budget, but if you are someone who you get that dopamine high from spending, you can you could you can teach yourself and have fun and enjoy yes. using that concept instead of spending, but, but investing, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. Where you're putting money, you're spending money on right. savings, on exactly. investing. And right. you can then be leveraging and building up your, your wealth and your retirement funds and still getting that feeling like you're spending or you're buying exactly. something. Exactly. And so you get that little hit. And I think it's also
1: in line with what we said before is that we don't expect this to be a one size fits all situation for everybody. Like when we were talking a couple of years ago about different, um, are you? A, I want to have a, a a a digital version of my you know my finances. I want to check an app. Am I? A, I still want it all out on paper, and I want to do all these things. And mm-hmm. everybody's different, but it's finding yeah. the way that you feel most. Able to manage all these things. Like me, I'm an app person. Yep. I like gamifying it. I'm like, yep. look, I got a little digital sticker because it's like you've been doing a great job taking down we your debt. Exactly. <laughs> I like those kind of things. Yeah. when some people would be like, that's corny, and it doesn't motivate them. Yep. So there are different ways for you to be able to feel motivated about all of these things mm-hmm. and go, okay, for me, that's a big deal. And yep. that's what we encourage people to do is find a way that do it. So yeah. that is not our whole concept today. So we have been going over a variety of things. We also I also want to remind everybody that, you know, we're taking the summer off for the webinars. You did said you, you know, you, you wrapped up some great information mm-hmm. that's already out there, but you can go to the website right now and start preparing for the fall. Just kind of yeah, set it and the forget it is there. Right. And so you can do that. If you go to clearstepfinancial.com dot com slash my talk, you can also set up that complimentary consultation. If you want to figure out how to uh, move your dopamine rushes into <laughs> the buying of certificates of deposit versus uh-huh. shoes, we can do all of those things.
0: You can do all of it, right? Exactly. One stop shop, <laughs> right?
1: But today we are going to really focus on a particular sector, you know, of our our listening population. That if you aren't a member of this population, you probably know somebody is because there's a
0: lot of them. There are, and mm-hmm. that's the baby boomers, right? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but no, but they are, and and they are a, a force. They're mm-hmm. a force in our in our society, in our culture, um, and that's wonderful, right? Because right. our whole culture is very rich and dynamic. Um, and they bring a lot of value, like everyone. Um, and they're But they're a big piece. They're a third of our population. Isn't right. that right, Mom? You, yep. you,
2: it sounds uh, funny that you say they. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are they? Who <laughs> are they? The only reason we get to say they, they is
1: I am a firmly Gen X um, <laughs> kind of thing. So I'm all like, but I am talking to, you know, like my mom. These are conversations that we're having because she's been retired for a while now. And it's like, okay, how is she continuing to navigate this and know that she has, you know, a, a, you know, I want to be a good resource for her as right. well. And so it's always interesting when she bounces her financial current knowledge back to me where I'm like, thank you, you know, kind of thing. It's just such so different. So I'm really excited to be able to focus on that, provide some resources for everyone today regarding what's going out there for all of our baby boomers. Also want to remind you, if you'd like to be part of the show, you can call us at 651-641-1071. And we'll be right back with our friends from Clear Step Financial here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. and happy to be joined by my friends from ClearStep Financial. Always remind you to be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. And before we get back into the conversation, also I want to remind you that securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc. member FINRA, SIPC. My good friends Cassandra and Carla are here. We always encourage you to be part of the show, as I mentioned. So we're going to start with a phone call before we get back into the conversation. And we were uh, we were doing the math on which was our biggest generation, and it is correct, Carla. You
0: brought up, and you are correct that that uh, our millennials are currently well, it's our largest be generation close, group. Though. You're right. It's got to be close because the 2020 census said there were still 73 million baby boomers, and mm-hmm. they said there were 72 in 2022 of millennials. Right. right. So they're neck and neck, but. Uh, you know, you guys keep you guys keep passing away. The number so of
1: baby boomers has fallen by around seven million since twenty ten.
0: Oh heavens. What are you guys doing?
1: Well, you know, <laughs> aging? Like, yeah. can you not make it awkward, Cassandra? Like, oh, stop sorry. looking at your mind. Know, I know. I'm not, by the I'm way, looking not her aging. I'm looking you at it for wisdom. I'm looking at her for wisdom.
0: I know you're not Kar- aging. Karla actually, doesn't age. You're right. That you is know, though. she's right. People think we're sisters all the time. Yes. She, she always loves that. Said, they'll say, Oh, are you guys sisters? And yes. she just well, beams. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> You're
1: like, thank you. I appreciate yes, that. Yes, yes. So let's go to the call. Uh, go to the phone right now. Again, that number is 651-641-1071. Gail, do you have a question for our experts? Thank you for your patience, Gail. Oh, no patience. Believe me. No patience. Okay.
3: My oh. mom's like 95 years old. Okay. And she was a teacher. She's got a pension. And it's, it's almost running out. And my brother and I are just trying to get, she's in a nursing home. She has Alzheimer's and mm. whatever, whatever. And it's just, it's um, it's, a, a, it's a non-occurring thing. It just keeps
2: happening. Gail, what's and a non-occurring? What's running out? What? What is running out and what's non-occurring? The money. <laughs> what, what money, though? Because she has, a, if she's a teacher, she has a pension, she has Social Security. Yeah, but it's, yeah. So everything. what's running? She's what's
3: did great, but it's almost out. Oh, the money and is so out. My brother mean, and I are just. I mean, she's going to be on the state's care
2: um, shortly. Oh, is she? Um, is she in care right now? She Does has she, Alzheimer's. Oh, she has yeah. Alzheimer's. Oh my God. And she's in care. Okay, got yes. it. So oh, her the assets, her, money's, her money's overall assets,
0: out. are running out. Even though she yeah. has a, an ongoing yeah. income,
2: you know yeah. that's, that's yeah. Alzheimer's I care is very ex- don't, memory don't, care is expensive.
0: I.
3: Most people don't have elderly parents live this long. She's 95. She's probably going to live to 112. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But it's not, you know, a nice 112. But she's in a nursing home and you can get the whole story. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: we understand. And, And, you know, part of it, too, is that one of the concerns baby boomers have, now your mom is your mother, right? But... Um, baby boomers have that, that they will outlive their wealth, they will outlive their money, they will outlive. That is one of the concerns. And so we address that when we sit down and talk with people as well, uh, when we help people with their financial goals and so forth. But, you know, it's, 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 um, to be ninety five, to be in nursing home, Alzheimer's, you have to watch mom decline, and that's a very difficult. That's a very difficult process, right? Gail. And and then it's expensive as well because uh, the monies oh, go toward the care. Correct,
3: because at one point she was in hospice. Mm. And hospice, paid oh, for all the you know what do you want to call them? diapers, then whatever you want to call them. Yeah, and, no, you know, they agreed. Paid for yeah. Everything, and then when she got a hospice because she was she got. I'm um, good, I guess. And then it was all on my brother and I to go buy everything at Walmart, hoping they had the stuff that she was supposed to have. Uh, it just was. It uh, was kind of. It's not beyond me because I love my mom. That's not it. But it's. I. It's just like I. I tried to decide myself. This sounds horrible. I decided if I'd rather her be in hospice for, like, 15 years or
1: that – because they provided everything. Right. Gail, we're going to do a couple of things for you. So if one, my producer Ellie is going to get your contact information because I know that there are a few elder care resources that we might be able to pass along. And thank you very much for bringing that up, Gail, because it does make sense as we are having this conversation about, you know, our, our baby boomers and the type of things that they are working on. And a lot of them are in Gail's position where you are not only caring for yourself and you might be fortunate enough that your kids are, you know, they're being able to to take care of their things but it happens more often we uh, both of you have mentioned Cassandra and Carla about that you might be dealing with your aging parents and mm-hmm. then you have to deal but with that they, as well
3: and when they start to live to be like 112 years old which my mom and no no I want her to live that long if, right if it's
1: okay so but- we're We're gonna, the rest
3: of us, we're like old, too,
1: right? And we're gonna discuss a couple of options for you. So, go ahead and hold on for us, Gail. We're gonna get that contact information for you because that is something that we've brought up, and especially Mm -hmm. when we're discussing concerns with our baby boomers, is are you gonna outlive your money? And now, Gail is getting to see that in real time with her mother, Um, where you know, you mentioned before that a lot of these options were set up in a society and in a system where we weren't living as long. And Mm -hmm. so now it's how can we increase that quality of life? And I know you both mentioned a variety of ways to try and kind of get in front of that and doing the best you can with the information you have. Yeah.
0: Well, retirement planning in Mm -hmm. general has evolved and changed over time. And uh, it is one of those things, like you mentioned, like when Social Security first came around, most people, their life expectancy wasn't even to the point of, starting to draw at at 65. So things have changed a lot, and so has retirement planning. And so it's a lot of people do Mm -hmm. come to us, though, in a position like Gail's where they say, I've seen this happen to my parents or to family. I want to, I want to prepare better. And what can and, I do? Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe um, they even prepare. tried to prepare better, too. Mm-hmm. Right? right.
2: And, you know, the, the fastest growing population are the centenarians, people reaching age 100. And so, again, uh, the concern is that my money is not going to last mm-hmm. uh, because of care, because of expenses, because of inflation. You know, when you turn off your income in your 60s, a lot of people do, it. right? Majority. Um, it's called can, retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people still work, right? They work part time. They still generate income. Many, many people do. But it's. Well, it's then they turn down their income, right? They turn yeah. down, okay. it down a little. Yeah. Dial down. Dial yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it is a concern because you may not be working then, right? Mm-hmm. For how many? Forever. Right. right. You're, you turn yeah. it off and then. Your money's got to make sure it's there, so right. it is a concern, right? Mm-hmm. And
1: and I know we like to discuss it in a way where it's like, what is the best option? For our listeners to attempt to get into in in uh, in front of it. But often it's also that's why you bring it up is to go. Yeah, we understand why you're concerned. We understand why this might seem scary. But we want to try and figure out some strategies up front Mm -hmm. so that it's not something that you are paralyzed by by the fear of being, you know, we're all, you know. Uh, everybody except for Carla is going to age, so right. Right? we're trying to figure out how it is. So, as we go to break, what do we want to hit next? Is the uh, as we are covering some options for our baby boomers?
0: Well, we need to get into some of the specifics. I know mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about the fears, but we have some specifics and some tips to go through.
1: Right. You can also be part of the show. The number 651-641-1071. six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back with our friends from ClearStep Financial here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk one zero seven one. Back to the financial health and wealth show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. You can find this episode and previous episodes if you just go to MyTalk1071.com. Use those keywords health and wealth. I'm Shannon here with Cassandra and Carla, our mother daughter team. From Clear Step Financial. Remind you, you can go to their website as well, clearstepfinancial.com dot com just slash my talk and set up that complimentary consultation. Mm-hmm. So we do mention this um before uh before, that three legged school stool that we've talked about. Right. And That's how that has retirement. changed a lot. And so it's it's still a in theory, three legs <laughs> exist. Mm-hmm. But I, they're, shaky. Me, I feel, they're, shaky. they're shaking They're shaky, one of them shorter than yeah. <laughs> yeah. the other one. Like it's a little like, why is this one so short? You know, so
0: we should probably talk about what those three legs
2: are. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, well, one of them mm-hmm. is pensions, right? And uh, and I know our caller, Gail, had talked about her mom has a pension, right? Well, she's ninety five, mm-hmm. so a lot of people, if you go back to nineteen hundred. There were, most people had a pension, Mm -hmm. right? And then it evolved and evolved and changed. In 1981, 401ks came out. So things really started to shift from that point on and less and less, fewer and fewer companies still have pensions today. Most companies have 401ks, very few have pensions.
1: And there's certain industries that seem to be more pension-heavy or
0: pension-driven still. There are, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're with a union or if you're a teacher, if you're in a healthcare uh, field and so forth. Those are... Those are a lot of the ones that we still see. Some companies certainly do, and if you were maybe grandfathered in, like there's even certain uh, employees, like at 3M, right? Yes, that they've been there long enough where they have pensions, but maybe other other employees don't. So certain companies phased it out at one point, right? So then newer people don't have that. But so there's fewer and fewer. So pensions are one of the legs, which mm-hmm. some people don't even have that leg, right? And then I would say most people don't have that leg. And so Mm -hmm. they retire with really two legs, Mm -hmm. which is
2: Social Security. And I know there's a lot of concern. I just saw an article again about Social Security. Is it going to be there? Yeah. Or is there going to be a decrease in benefits? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they're already pushing the age out to a, you know, for people that are younger than the baby boomers, people born in the mid 60s to late 60s. You're looking at uh, 67, maybe even 68 for full benefit of Social Security. And I
1: think that people who are in my age, because I'm a little younger than that, but we've been having this conversation Mm -hmm. since I remember beginning able to work Mm -hmm. um, being able to work. So I've been having that conversation so long that when we're talking about that. Though of the three legs, just those two, I've been like, it's not going to be there. And so, mm-hmm. and I think that that's, you know, for me, it was more of a defense mechanism to sit there and go, well, I'm not even going to count on it because then if you, you know, you can't take it from me if I wasn't expecting it. Right. And so it just was like, it just felt better to go, you know, kind of thing instead of continually going, well, how come I didn't get one? And he's like, right, oh, yeah. what? I'm like, I'm just going to get used to it. I not don't being, even want it. I don't it. even <laughs> want it. Right. Which is a very Gen X y thing. I don't even want your apples. So that's okay. I don't. <laughs> (laughs) I got my own apples over here, but it is a reality that, you know, it, It's. I do feel as we were talking about the concerns of that baby boomer generation, it does make sense that they were having that conversation that all of these things would still be in play Mm -hmm. and they've shrunk while, you know, within their
0: lifetime. Right. It really Mm has. I mean, I think most baby boomers were raised like you work for a company, you get a pension and then you have Social Security and you have some savings and you retire and you're set. Yes. And then the, the rules of the game changed throughout their working years. Right. And
1: that has got to be
0: understandably frustrating
1: for people who are in there. Where It's like I, you know, in as much as I can do what I the expectation was, I can see why there would be that sense of loss. And yes, we have to adjust mm-hmm. with whatever we're given is what we're doing. And, and that's it. But I can see why people would have that sense of loss with that because you thought it was going to be a certain way and now it
2: has dramatically changed with real estate so mm-hmm. and this happened really with the who are the the baby boomers that who's the older generation the baby boomers parents right mm-hmm. so the seniors, remember yeah. the sen- senior right what are they called again yeah I
0: can't remember off the top of my head. something like greatest so, generation yeah, oh, the the greatest, greatest. Greatest. yeah. I'll look it up. You go ahead. Or are those mm-hmm. the World War II vets?
2: The great, the greatest, right? The greatest guys out they there. They are great. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, happy D Day, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so, if you go back to, I shouldn't say Happy D Day, but it's a, it's a memorable, Correct. memorable Correct. Day, right? Mem- day, memorable day. Um, so if we go back to 2000 to 2013, remember that was a sideways market, up and down, up and down, up and down, and most people at that we completely time completely skip the silent
1: generation those are the parents of the baby boomers silent? the silent generation silent is what it is according to google they're 1924 through 1945 and then our baby mm. boomers start in 46
2: and yep. go through 64
1: 46, so, 60 so yes
2: yeah. mm-hmm. okay so the silent generation so so back from 2000 to 2013 a lot that generation was expecting their investments to grow right. and they were all also expecting their houses to be worth a certain amount so that they could retire in comfort and security. And what happened is the housing market dropped probably in half right. their values and their, their investments did not grow from 2000 to 2013. Most of the seniors did not silent well, that's generation. that's true. If you right. had any
0: growth, it was just the growth from adding... To your accounts sure, over your, those right. years, but yes. it wasn't necessarily so, overall growth. So they enough.
2: really dealt with a lot, and then they didn't have the pensions necessarily. My dad had a pension from Pabst, right? I mean, yes. he worked for Pabst; he had a pension. He counted on that pension until he passed away. Uh, social security and a pension, uh, but he didn't have a whole lot in personal savings. But so he, so that generation really depended on pensions, savings, and social security benefits. Mm-hmm. But they also wanted their investments to grow. So right. that shook up. A lot that whole population. What went on from 2000 to 2013? That shook everyone up. Um, and then now you've got the baby boomers that are retiring. Many of them do not have pensions, and they know it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. But baby boomers really didn't go into the workforce for a pension. Right. They went into the workforce. A lot of college education and and just working for different companies. Right. But you did work, and you worked hard, and you saved money, and. And that was uh, you know, the mentality of a lot the baby of The baby boomers, boomers though were also
0: good spenders, weren't they? As oh, a, very as good a, spenders. As a group, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. And so a lot of industries really spent a lot of money marketing to baby we, boomers. Right. And and the baby boomers actually built up uh like the McDonalds
2: in the sixties and mm-hmm. the seventies and and all those companies that were baby boomers were drawn to. Harley. Look at Harley and how Harley um, the stock really grew as the baby boomers got to be in their fifties. That's when the majority of Harley, you know, baby boomers would would buy buy that, and so the stock would went up. And so mm-hmm. you could predict some of that. Right? As well. You haven't gotten a motorcycle. I yet. do like the way I, this I, particular. I have, nah, you
1: can get a motor. They have some really cool lady like I I don't want to call them lady, but they're smaller size motorcycles. So you don't have to go yeah. out there and get a scooter. You can get a for real motorcycle. I do like this particular article that talks about uh, for our baby boomers that they had a folk. On personal fulfillment, which is part of what we were saying about the way that they they spend those funds and and prioritizing those kind of things is really interesting because it did seem to be like the reason why the marketing was worked and was targeted on that is that there were they were seeing this more. Self-centered desire to work on things versus the previous generation, the way their parents were. And I think that's a very interesting marketing shift that they had when we moved into the baby boomers. Well, it was
0: good times in Mm -hmm. our economy, too, right? It was post-World War II when Mm -hmm. they were growing up. And so their parents were spending money on toys and things like the Mattels and the Hasbros. And that's when those became bigger and bigger as all the baby boomers were being born and and, and growing up. And then, like you said... Some of the different hangout places like McDonald's, the Mustangs that got really yep, big when right. they were teenagers and getting into their early 20s. The minivans got big when they were having kids, mm-hmm. right? All those things. So they really have shifted markets. Now they're all in retirement or getting there. They're all mm-hmm. getting to that shifting. And and shifting as we're to retire- discussing
1: the baby boomers moving into retirement, and then something that you've mentioned before too is that that definition of retirement was also changing for them. And, and there was... A previous situation where it seemed like people were, I'm going to travel when I retire. I'm going to do this when I'm going to retire. When instead now it seems like a lot more people are shifting into, I need to figure out how to get it done, you know, while I'm healthy, while I'm, you know, uh, there's other things that are going on, while I can do it and enjoy it with my grandkids or -hmm. those things versus continuing to put it off. Longer because I I believe they've also, as you've mentioned, realized that they might be in that retirement phase a lot longer Mm -hmm. than what was previously expected by previous generations and well, what they saw.
2: And and I believe that that if you look at the baby boomers but if you also look at the what's beyond the baby boomers generation x. You mean us? It? Oh yeah. yeah. So Your once you get to us, I'm Gen X. Yes. Yeah. So okay. Gen X starts
1: Got 1965 it. through 1980. Yes. Got it. Okay. I'm a cusper. You're a cusper.
0: I I identify as a Gen X though. Do you cuz you're an old
2: you're an she older millennial.
0: She actually yeah. identifies as a baby
2: boomer. She has a lot of <laughs>
0: qualities traditions I do not you wear my baby- glasses around my
2: neck yet, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Those are Hey man, sometimes you're just being practical. You don't gotta think; you're just being practical. We get to a point in life where we really don't care what anyone I thinks. Know. I know. <laughs> but it, but if you think about it, from there's all these people in generation that I see a movement, and mm-hmm. it's not just baby boomers, but it's a movement of all ages that people are going toward more fulfillment in life, more happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, they want security as well, but it's it's this draw to be happy, healthy. And uh, successful, whatever that is, financially, right. spiritually, lovingly, in all areas, right? But I see this draw from all ages to to head there. Whereas years ago, when the baby boomers uh were kicked, we I shouldn't say we were kicked out of the house; we <laughs> left the house. Right? We <laughs> didn't want any part of the. You the just jumped. In, <laughs> dynamics. You did jump. <laughs> we knew at eighteen we were out to. <laughs> You're and like I'm it. It. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm you ready out of We were all ready, um, but at that point we. We just went out and, and jobs and mm-hmm. careers and families and whatever else, right? That was our focus. whereas today it's shifting to more of a happiness focus of fulfillment, helping others, humanitarian. Those right. are all part of the focuses I see.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we have a few last things for when we come back. And I know the show always flies by. It goes way too fast. Absolutely. We need to talk about a few more baby boomer tips and topics before we end here. And you
1: can also be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk. As always, we thank you for joining us here at the Financial Health and Wealth Show. My friends from ClearStep Financial, we're going over some conversations, starters, about some concerns you might have if you're one of our baby boomers. Of or course if you, you identify might. as a baby boomer. Exactly, because that, that's <laughs> fine, too, if you're just like, you know what, this is what I feel. I, I looked people. at this whole thing, and I'm like, I totally am about it. I so, handle. we do have still a little bit more time. If you'd like to get your uh, voice into the room, you can call us at 651-641-1071. Yeah.
0: So we wanna I mean some of the things we want to talk about, because we don't have much time left, mm-hmm. is obviously there are a lot of challenges. You yes. look at the volatility in the markets, which I feel like every single year it becomes these are unprecedented. It's yes. unprecedented, right? It's it's we've never seen this before, but you right. And we've talked about this before that history doesn't often repeat itself. But it sometimes does rhyme with yes. other things that have happened. So it it's can a be variation similar. on what had kind yeah. of, yeah. But yes, obviously, we've never had exactly this, this, we've never had exactly the same day happen, mm-hmm. right? It's just life is always different and evolving and changing. So the markets will as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is one thing. One challenge is volatility. One thing we do talk to people about though, as they're baby boomers or whether you're a baby boomer or not, as you get closer and closer to retirement, is that you don't want to be too conservative too soon. Right. And part of that is, is that people do statistically, they're living longer and longer in retirement years. So, uh, you know, even though I know it can be uh, some concerns sometimes with your money, you don't want to run out of it like we were talking about. But you also, there needs to be a balance. And there mm-hmm. are things you can do and ways to position yourself so that you can have some more security about where things are at. You don't have to see all the fluctuation but you want to be smart about it. You want to do what you can to make things go as long and, and you know, use them to the best that you can. And you've mentioned before that the products that are available have updated
1: and changed as well as we move into these, continue to navigate right. these new waters. Well, necessity that is like, well, here's what we invention. need invention. Exactly. So, so, so they it's came like, out with things. Right. So it's like, you know, our old version of a life preserver, that one wasn't working anymore. Here's what we need. Or the water is more choppy. So we need to figure out a way that this the rudder works differently on a boat right. now. And so they are working with that. And And then, you know, working with advisors like yourself and the teams over at ClearStep, you're always keeping track of that. So you're like, here's how this is different than maybe what you'd heard about even five years ago.
2: Yeah, there's constant upgrades and strategies that adapt more to the market that have the ability to still Mm preserve, preserve, as well as potentially grow. Mm -hmm. Right. You have the possibility for preservation as well as that possibility for growth. And isn't that what we all want? I believe Mm -hmm. we all want. That uh, I call it more of middle of the road, you don't mm-hmm. want necessarily the high highs or the low lows, but we want to be able to have the ability to make money um and feel secure and confident in our uh in our lifetime right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, I think many of
1: us once you get to a certain thing uh, thing is that you want to go well, with the information that I have, how can I put my money back to work for me and and have it be appropriate because that's you know if you're Reasonably risk tolerant, like me. I'm not super like, hey, I can jump off every cliff, but I'm like, okay, I can. You can push me a little bit. Let's try this. Let's, <laughs> let's see how this Is goes. The parachute on? Is the parachute it's, exactly. It's I'm on. like, I got it's it. On. I got it's it. On, right? It's, it's going to open. And I'm like, confident, focus, <laughs> manifest, open. Um. So, but when you're in that in between road where you know, going, well, I got to do something, and and not feeling like you're missing out because I wasn't on whatever the latest trend was, where people made all this money and not getting in and going well, what can I do to be able to have long-term sustainability so I don't feel like over time, I'm like, you're always two steps behind, and this right. is why you're going to die poor. You know, like <laughs> kind of thing. Like It's trying to maintain so that you don't feel like you're constantly making mistakes well, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's what
0: I would say. I know there was a, 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 a personal development coach that we would sometimes listen to growing up. She would actually put stuff on for us when we were kids. Yeah. But he would say, you know, are you feeling listless? Mm-hmm. Make a list. Right. Make Mm -hmm. a list. And that's what I think when we sit down with people, when we're talking to them, when we're going through things, it's about it's about prioritizing things, making a list and then going to work on those things. This is what you should do this first, then do this, then do this. And then I think when you're going in a direction and you have clarity and you know why you're doing it, what you're doing, what it's accomplishing, Mm -hmm. where you're going then at that point and not just like you said, just kind of feeling stagnant. Yes, I think that can bring a lot of peace and a lot of confidence and then you hopefully can sleep better. Yes. So the, so the key is to
2: have uh, to know, really, spend some time. And this might be a good weekend to do that—to spend some time figuring out where you want to be mm-hmm. and and how you want to feel with your finances, with your financial picture. Uh, maybe it's an age goal. Maybe it's a dollar amount goal. Maybe it's I want to feel this. I want to do this. Right. Whatever it is, but really take some time. Get real clear. Like Cassandra said, you you've got to. Write it down, or write some ideas down. You don't necessarily. And we've done a whole show
0: on goal setting before. Have, if you go we, back and find the podcast on that,
2: because what you believe and what your intentions are is very often what you draw into your life. So your intentions, your ideas, your strategies, your goals are so important going into your financial, whatever that financial picture is that you're looking for.
1: Because how can you plan for it if you're not setting up? If you don't know what you're planning towards. It's very mm-hmm. difficult to plan. So if you've been stuck in that analysis paralysis for a while, that's part of what we're saying is going, yeah. no, let's, this is how we can help move towards something. Cause you're not going to have any movement at all. If you don't know
2: where you're trying to get, well, it's well, like jumping in your car yeah. with your luggage and going on vacation and not <laughs> well, even knowing where just you're it. going. I mean, you're you're the gonna, block I'm going to drive times. until I find. I'm going <laughs> to drive until I find what? Like, what are
0: you driving yeah.
1: to? Well, we right.
0: have some. We have, Mike's, my husband's relatives are in town. They came up from St. Louis. I mean, can you imagine if they would have gotten in their car? and just started driving without an end goal, and right without plugging it into the GPS, they Mm -hmm. likely wouldn't have arrived in Minnesota. Right. Um, But we're Mm -hmm. so happy they did. But that's part of it too. Like when you go around, when you're showing people around a city or something, like we're taking them around, you have a point where you're going to go to, right? We're going to go here, then we're going to go here. And you get to those places because you set a goal. Mm -hmm. You go there. You go in that direction, right? So it's a journey. Life is a journey. And your financial life is a journey too. And there are twists and turns, but then you can get back on track too,
1: all right, and back to what you know you mentioned earlier earlier, Carla, about are we generationally moving towards what does happiness look like, what does that that feeling of security looks like, and so being able to define what you need for that to be you and in your life and what kind of financial uh, what kind of financial education do you need to be able to get to that so that you can feel Comfortable and stable. So it may not for you be a particular dollar amount. It might be as an ability to do certain things for your family or with your family or or to be able to participate in certain things. Mm -hmm. And so it does make sense to be able to just. List those out. And I I think sometimes when you start measuring it that way, people think, oh, I'm thinking too small or I'm not doing it in. I'm not doing it right. Um, When a lot of what you said before is, no, those goals are just as valid. It doesn't always have to be. I need to have this dollar amount that's based upon certain uh we've we've even gone over that here's how much you should have saved if you're in this year in that year mm-hmm. in that age you know this you know in this decade and carla
2: doesn't like that because you're <laughs> you're comparing yourself against a financial dollar amount and that is not fair to you right right we we don't measure ourselves based on the financial how much well, right. money we have in savings right. it's mm-hmm. not a true measurement of our who we are as beings and our spirits and and as people so but the other thing is don't live your life in the back view mirror you know we Mm -hmm. drive our car uh, for (laughs) for those of you who don't know what a back view mirror
1: is i just figured that's what they called
2: it in wisconsin
1: like i was like a lot of times i'm like i know what you meant that's how they say it in Wisconsin. <laughs> Must so be you. a
0: term from somewhere else, <laughs> right. faraway land. Maybe, <laughs> maybe boomer term. Maybe. Anyway, exactly. I don't know about that. So, so if
2: you look, you know, we we look when we drive, we look out our front yes. window, right? Mm-hmm. We look forward, we look Wind ahead, shield. we look. Yes. we look today, not in the back mirror, right? right? We don't look in the back. That's not how you drive, and that's the way. But so often we look at the past and say, "Okay, I would have, could have, should have." Mm-hmm. Get rid of that. Just right. totally release that and move forward. Right. You
1: yeah. Know? Yeah, and there's certain things that you do carry because you're like, I, that's you know, that's how you make it an experience, not baggage. So you're allowed to have experiences and go, okay, I'm I'm gonna learn, learn. from this, I'm gonna change, learn from it, yeah, right, But
0: don't rest in it. Is but if what it turns it into baggage, you Correct. have to get and rid of it and pull over and leave it on the side of the yeah. road and Please. keep going. Yes, yes. Else. <laughs> metaphorically, right? <laughs> don't litter. <laughs> Right, but we do want to <laughs>
1: remind everybody as we begin to wrap today that they can always get in contact with you and set up that complimentary consultation. Yeah. So the best way to get a hold of you again is go to the website. On the or, website,
0: yep, clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk, mm-hmm. Or you can call, call
2: 651-600-0855. Yes, you can check out also all of those fall webinars that are
1: coming up. And I also want to remind you, you can get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth.